0: It's opening up a clear advantage in the closing stages. A breath of fresh air over fences is going to stay in the helm of the two mind offices. An argument, bye. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome. Yes, it's us again. It is the Fab Four, the usual suspects, and we call them various other things as well. Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. I know who Titch is. And uh, we're here with the Champ.ie podcast. Subscribe to it now if you haven't, because a lot of people have. It is the one thing that is moving even faster up than the rate of inflation. Is the number of subscribers to Champ.ie. And of course, with the Cheltenham Festival coming up, you cannot afford to miss the words of wisdom that are uttered on this program. We also have three guests on the program tonight who are Tipping winners for fun, or that's what it says here. But The fact they've been doing it for years and still have to do it to earn a living tells you all you need to know about their, their abilities. And, of course, as we go through the programme tonight, remember at the end, The Five cast, your chance to get involved. Subscribe, podcast, fire, uh, podcast and uh, The Five. That is what you've got to do. We had two winners. Congratulations to Chris Houghton and Dermot O'Brien last week. And uh, there'll be a winner tonight in the five casts as well, or well, there will be come closer play on Saturday. So, in no particular order, we have everybody's favourite journalist, uh, a man who has turned wordsmithing into an art form. we will just hoping he could spell a few of them. Ronan Groom from the Irish field. the ubiquitous Mr. Thomas Coyle, trainer box driver, washer-upper, Mockeroo. and the founder, <laughs> and the man who always wears headphones, and I've never seen him wearing a tie, probably because he doesn't know how to tie one up, it's Barry Doyle. they are the three who will be for the next 25 minutes holding court on a weekend of racing, but a concentrate on Saturday, uh, in the UK the big card at Kempton, which is last chance saloon for Cheltenham Trials. And we're also going to hear later from Jordan Gainford, who rides in the big race, the Bobby Joe, which is more a trial for Aintree and the Grand National with any second now in it than it is for the Cheltenham Festival. That's a, what seems to be a very wet fairy house where it was. It was a bit of snow around when I left Ireland in the early hours of Thursday morning. But let us start with the first of the four big races at Kempton. And I'm going to do these in race card order. So the first of them is off at one fifty. And it is the Coral Adonis Juvenile Hurdle. Some real hot Triumph Hurdle horses heading to Cheltenham already. Most of them coming across the Irish Sea. Is there a serious domestic challenger? The favourite Knight Salutes, who has won four from four for Milton Harris. And I suspect if he was with a better known trainer, although Milton's been around for years, he'd probably be even shorter. Now, who's going to go in first? Well, he was last through the door, so he's first on the stage. Uh, your applause, please, for Mr. Ronan Groom. He's, he's, so. he's muted himself. He's muted himself. Let's try. So he, he's, he lost his uh, thoughts of all his words. Try again. Ronan Groom, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> I was too so busy looking off what Ubi- Ubiquitous meant to, to realise that I'd muted myself. There. Get your act together, Groom.
0: If you could spell it, it would help.
1: Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> uh yeah, look um yeah, good race, good interesting race it always is the Adonis uh, uh the Nichols horses make it make it very interesting uh, pleasant man and 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 Rebeau, uh Nichols obviously won this with a couple of nice juveniles down the years like Sarcandar, Irish Saint Zubair um solo recently was a really impressive winner so the market is uh taking liking to pleasant man he used to be with roger chariton used use this useful horse on the flat um and obviously having his first start here for nichols which you know looks looks like a big thrown into the deep end but obviously nichols has done it before with solo and maybe pleasant man is showing the right things maybe he um, for me probably has not firing on all cylinders yet uh the nichols yard so we'll um I, I wouldn't be that would be a negative for me still. I, I'm not sure he's back to full form. Um, night salute is a horse I, I do like. Um, I, I think you're right, Mike. I think if he was trained by um Nichols or Dan Skelton or Nicky Henderson, he'd be uh he'd be a bit shorter here, he'd, he'd be closer to, to six to four than nine to four. He seems to have, like that he has the, the measure of impulsive one. He, he beat him, taking weight off him earlier in the season, but then. He had a a big weight swing uh, where I think he was conceding him weight and he he beat him again. So just goes to show you that he's progressing very well. I think he sets the standard here, to be honest. Um, Look, there's always one that could come out there. They're they're, they're, uh, lightly-raced juveniles, so there's there's one that could just pop out of nowhere or make a big jolt and improvement. To see Gary Moore has one in there as well, but Knightslow definitely sets the standard. And, yeah, uh, nine ninth-four seems to me like a fair enough price for for what he's done so far he's he's four and four and he looks rock solid
0: and of course the value of this is a triumph trial very limited because you hard to imagine two more different tracks than the right-handed sharp flat kempton uh, with Cheltenham and the hill which of course they christened the heartbreak hotel uh, and so um what do we make of these 11 um barry are you a night salute fan
2: um, well, I've been giving Ronan stick on the, on, on the Monday show about Nine Salute. He put him up for the Triumph and it but he's a horse that's actually grown on me. I mean, I watched back a couple of his runs. He's obviously has fo- t- form tied in very much, as Ronan said, with an impulsive one. Um, he's four from four. Um, he's a course and distance winner. Um, it's hard to kind of disagree with Ro- what Ronan has said here. And two to one um, may represent uh, a, a bit of value. Look, he stepped forward, certainly with every run this season. Um, and if you look at his Doncaster run, he's, he's obviously beaten the horse that I like for the triumph, Porticello. So um, it, it's rock solid form. Um, interesting um, when, when he faced impulsive one at Kempton uh, last time, he was uh, kind of took him a while to get going in the straight. Um, he shaped like more of a I suppose a stair. He hit the line pretty hard, um, but on his last start, um, he seems to be traveling better through his races. Interesting comments from Milton Harris. Um he's he's he's, he's workman-like horse at home generally, um, but said his work was sexy uh, on the racing post so um midweek. So he's obviously coming here with a a big chance, two to one maybe value. The one I did like, um you, you did mention the first thing you said there was there's 11 runners in the race. Um Jane Williams has a couple of nice juveniles, one um, that I like going to the Boodles, um, St. Seagal. Um, but the one, the one she runs in here is Mocha the Hasn't won a race yet. Um, finished nine line second uh, behind Pied Piper at Cheltenham at, um, on his last start, his third start. And he stepped forward. He's um, a big, raw, sort of a four year old. I thought it was a much improved effort. Under Johnny Burke um, at Cheltenham, um, and reverse the form with Forever William, so he could be a horse going in the right direction. He's six to one in here, and if I was going to have a bet, maybe without the fav, or possibly in each way, but I probably would come down on the side of Mocha Davassi. Um, I cannot see how Impulsive One reverses the form. Um, pleasant Man, not for me, um, coming here without a run, albeit Nichols and the McNeils. Um, McNeil's won it last year, Nichol's year before, and Nichol's has a good record. Um, so we, we don't know what, I suppose it is an unknown, but um, do you know what? I'll take a chance um, each way on Mocha, the Vassie, six
0: 6-1. Mr. Coyle, three newcomers in here. Any of them catch your eye, or are you um, that book? I saw you blowing the dust off it just before yeah, you went on there. Uh, has that come up with the answer here?
3: No, look, Dave. Milton's horse deserves to be favoured on what he's done, all right. But I don't think it's going to be as easy for him this time. I do think Impulsive One has improved. I think he will get closer. I know we said that he's given him weight and given him beaten already. But I was impressed the way he won in Musselburgh the last day. He beat a pair of John McConnell horses. One of them, which is entered for Nace on Sunday um but he done it well that day um, so i think he will get closer i think he'll give him a race and i think Nikki's horses are probably in a little bit better form as well um but i actually another each way horse i picked out in it is um lucy Adams, um greystone um, It just the form ties through one horse of Ian williams um sam Raquir. Um both knight salute and greystone have beaten them and Greystone beaten by seven lengths and Night Salute only beaten by two um, okay on official ratings he is a bit defined he's getting five pound off him which leaves him five pound fine in this race but this horse would be he'd be going for a four-timer bar falling at the last and Ludlow two runs ago so um he's not a bad horse not many horses can put up a sequence like that he was three lengths clear when he fell at the last and um, so he should be he should be going for a four-timer
0: I think at 9-1, he, he's, he's the value bet in the race, going each way. So when we go to the second of the featured races, and this is the Coral Penbill, Paul, course, has won this 11 times. And he has picked door. He, of course, is a previous winner of uh, the big hurdle race at Newbury. Um, but he and Manella Dreams both have to give weight away to, to their rivals. But they are the two market principles. Um, who gave Brian Hughes a new sat nav? Somebody, because it's uh, I don't know when he was last seen at Kempton. He doesn't normally go that far away on his holidays. Um, Ronan,
1: yeah, I guess he was down to Kempton a couple of times to ride, waiting patiently. But yeah, he's coming down. Um, I like him. I like his horse here. I have to say, Manella um, Draw. I think he should be favourite. Um, I'm much stronger in this race than I was in the previous race. I think uh, Pick Door. He is got a few holes in him he he's he jumps erratically the last day again uh, he's fallen already over fences this season and uh, he's kind only there because he has a rating of 154 but i think that's a bit false over fences i'm not sure he deserves a rating of 154 maybe that's more to do with his hurdles rating so i know the two are quite aligned in britain um so officially he's he's seven pounds ahead of minimal dram off level weights of but I don't think that tells you the story. I think the Smonella drama is a lot more solid. He's, he's run 10 times in his career, and he's only been out of the top two once. That was this year when he was fifth in the Henry VIII uh, behind Edward Stone. That's hardly a disgrace, really. And just like he did last year, once he was up to two and a half miles, uh, he's shown reeling through former Haydock. Um, he, he won over to a grade two there, two and a half miles last month. Um, seemed to be just idling in front and really picked up and, and went away again. Uh, When when the runners came to him there in the straight, I think he's pretty solid. Uh, Last season, he was running over two miles over hurdles and doing quite well. And then he went up to two and a half miles for a listed hurdle at Market Raisin, won well, and then finished second to Mike Drogo um, in the Mersey at at Aintree. So I think he's done the same thing this season. They've started him off for two miles, brought him up to two and a half miles, and uh, that's when he's over here. And I think he should be favourite, to be honest. I, I Fantastic lady, he's a nice mare for Nikki Henderson. She gets a bit of weight, but this looks a step up. And Miller's Bank is also a talented horse for um, Alex Hales, but obviously has a bit of jumping frail. He's He should be a big worry. So Manila Drama, I just flip-flop him with the favourites with Pick Doorheed, to be honest. I think he should be favourite. And uh, he looks a rock-solid kind of run for your money as well. He always seems to run his race, so he'd do for me.
0: So from a drama to a crisis, Barry?
2: Yeah, he's a super bet. 5-2 to two is the best you can get on him. Um, ticks every single box. You mentioned Brian Hughes, the Kempton factor. Donald McCain, 28% strike rate in the last 14 days. He he steps up and trip. There was an ex- a genuine excuse for his run um, at um, Sandown behind Edward Stone. Lost a shoe. Jockey reported he lost a shoe over two miles. Up to two and a half miles. This horse, five lemons for it. Um, he has a lot more upside than the likes of Pictori, who's had 20 races under the rules, Roland. Um, you mentioned about Pictori holds in him. He's a rating of 154. As you said, he's disappointed last time. Um, he's had plenty of, I suppose, in and out attempts. And, and you know, I just think Manella Drama has a lot more upside, as I said. And I think up in trip at Kempton, good to soft ground will be fine for him. Um, And I liked the horse he beat last time as well, Hardy Desall, at Haydock, albeit the ground was softer. But I really liked his effort last time. And 5-2, to I'd be saying he's a banker material for the weekend. Well, that's
0: uh, strong words from a man who, well, no, we won't go there. Um, Let's go to Mr. Coyle. Um, In your riding days, which of these ones would you want to be ridden? Oh look! Um, well, you'd never have fallen off them, would
3: you? No, if I got over the first time, it's going well. I used to think. Um Look, um, yeah, I'm going to keep it fairly straightforward. I think Barry's probably right. I think this could be the bet of the weekend. Um, Brian used Don McCain are taking everything in front of them. They've stacks of winners. horse are in great form. Um, yeah, I, I was this. I didn't didn't know he pulled the shoe. I was disappointed. Um, when he was fifth in that Edward Stone, I thought he flattened out very quick that day. But if he had a genuine excuse, he looked back to himself the last day. And um, yeah, uh, I think at 5'2", he's probably a bet. I do think. Um, I think Nikki's horse will give him. He will give him the most to think about. She's progressed nicely in handicap. She look. She has a good bit to prove. Improve. She's won. She won one twenty 120 then one twenty nine. She's up officially eight one hundred thirty seven. Okay, she gets a nice chunk of weight off them here. But she'd have to improve again. But she she could she could be on the up. And as the boys have said, um the Nichols horse has he's had plenty of excuses and that. So if he gets another one, he could be out in the first two, I think. So um no, I stick I will stick with Barry and I'll agree with him for once. He probably could be the better of the weekend this time.
0: One day you'll learn. Um, um, let's move on to the Skybet Dovka, the third of the races. And of course this is a trial of the Skybet Supreme, which is shaping up to be the clash of the super, super heavyweights. And um, I've been to Willie Mullins's this week to see his runners in it. And I was also at Nicky Henderson seeing his. And so somebody's going to have to sprout wings and fly to rustle the top of the market here. But the interesting thing is, five of these, one last time. Um, I think we'll start with uh, the question for you, uh, Mr. Cole, which I've heard come from your lips at closing time very frequently in recent months. Um, shall we have one more?
3: Yeah, or two. Sometimes we were getting two or three. It was around. The the time was eight o'clock.
0: Um,
3: yeah. Look, she, he's the standout here, but he have to settle a little bit better. Um, he can be a bit headstrong on that. And um, the Moors are in flying form as well. They're one of the hot stables at the minute as well over there. They seem to be getting a winner every second day or that. You know, and these are these are the famous gaussian colors i think currently Mike, look very similar so um they could have a nice one look i, I don't think anything if it wins here is going to be um going up the supreme market but uh no, um probably one that will give it a race is the skeleton horse um, he won well the last day beating the horse when he bought one but i don't uh, to be honest I. I haven't heard of any of them, so um, it wouldn't be a race for me, but uh, I did see that Gary Moore, her running and if it does settle with Barrett, it should take a lot of beating.
0: Ronan. Yeah. Um, I'm going leave Barrett to last, where he did on the stone. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's getting very – he must have something kicked out here. He's getting very animated. There. Well, he's agreed with Ronan once tonight, which is a first.
1: I'm not sure Tom, Tom has ever said, shall we have one more? No. <laughs> I'd say the Irish equivalent would be... One he hasn't ever
0: said it with his hand in his pocket. I'll tell you that for nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, look, um, and uh, it's, I find the crazy as well. Racing is is mad. There's a horse in this race called uh, Given the Events of today called Russian Ruler. You couldn't write it like it's just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bit of money for
2: bit of money for it as well. It's absolutely crazy. But um, you having yeah. the fucking Kahuna's on? Go on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's probably got, um, he's
2: probably probably got all his Bet Three Six Five accounts shut down at this stage.
1: yeah the um, sanctions. <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm not going gonna, not gonna, to, to be honest, yeah, I have very little insight to this form other than that gibberish. Um, shall we have one more? It was disappointing, obviously, in the uh, Constitution Hill, Tallworth, ran no sort of race there, but possibly showed that he's, that wasn't his true running last time. Um, I think they're half talking about the Supreme. If he goes and wins here, he will need to win here, I'd say. Um, just the way that British form doesn't look. The strongest outside of obviously Constitution and John Bond, and these are look 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 like a bit of a motley crew to be honest. With you. I was looking through some of the, the runs earlier on, and they're, they they all seem to be closely closely enough matched. Um, ICO is interesting. The, the Nichols have come here and, and getting the weight that that could put the, the, the juvenile form. Could you give you a good look into that? Um, ICO was well beaten by Pipe Piper, Chelten last time, and uh, he's a four year old in here getting the weight, which uh, might give you a bit of a line into that sort of form. But, it's not no-bet race for me. I think shall, shall we have one more? It's probably the right favourite and, and
0: probably will end up winning. Okay, just a reminder, if you haven't so far, click on that button, the one that is marked subscribe. You, you're listening to some unique content and it's with you every week on champ.ie. We're trying to make racing great again. And still to come is Jordan Gainford talking about the Bobby Joe chase at Ferry House on Saturday, and uh, that is the big conditions, Chase. The big handicap on Saturday is this 3.37 at Kempton, 150,000 in the pot, field of 14, and uh, as open as you like with the Welsh Raider and Sam on the day England play Wales at Twickenham, just down the road, hoping that uh, he can lead the Coomrandes afterwards. Um, Ronan, this, this may not be the best quality renewal, but to my eyes, it's one of the most competitive. Absolutely, Mike.
1: Uh, you have to explain that Ansam reference there. What's Ansam to do with Wales? Cum Ronda
0: is Bread of Heaven, um, oh. which is sung by the Welsh. If the if you are a, a visiting football rugby supporter at, at the National Stadium in Cardiff and Cum Ronda starts after 15 minutes, you're in the muck. I see. And I'm sure that all the Welshmen are clearing their voices to sing umpteen verses of the Pumrunder just down the road at Twickenham. And if they had the big winner here, who knows? They might sing it as well. Does that answer your question? They are very funny. You get get winners and you end the night better informed. What more would you want? (laughs) All right, away you go.
1: Uh, Yeah, where else would you get that sort of trivia only, Champ? Champ.e podcast. Yeah, look, this is the first decent race, I think, we talked about from a betting point.
0: Well, um, some of Roman's sentences have been longer than Judge Jeffrey's tonight, and I think he's going to try and fix his Wi-Fi. Nice short word, that Wi-Fi, isn't it? Um, a few short words now from uh, Mr Doyle.
2: Big breakaway. I, do, do you know what, do you know what I, in, in terms of this race, and Sam, obviously, um, and, and phoenix Wade. the form ties in a little bit um he's a, he's a progressive horse um and he he you know he's he's the wordy favorite in here and sam uh for Evan Evan williams adam wedge uh, but there's lots in here with maybe the likes of the ultima in mind this is the scene of of this was a fantastic run um in the at kempton in the Star novice behind shan blue um he's in here off 147 tizard Stable form, Brennan Powell, the combination um, seems to be on fire at the moment. And uh, 21% strike rate for Colin Tizard. Uh, and this horse, you know, if you were to tell Colin Tizard two years ago that, that the big breakaway would be rated 147 as a, as, as a seven year old, he probably would have laughed at you. So um, he'd be certainly like he's the juice in that price. Um, and, you know, tongue strap, cheek pieces on for the first time. Um, big chance here, Mike, Vince. Big chance.
0: Now, go and make my night, Tommy. Say so you agree with him. No chance.
2: Uh,
3: second and two. Beaten out of sight by Shanty House. Okay, you ran well the last time, but he's a lot He's a lot left to prove. Okay, you could have been good hearts if be taught at one stage, but he's a lot to prove. I couldn't. Sorry, guys. And even I do agree... Uh, Brendan Powell and Colin Hizzard are on fire lately to be a combination that you always keep an eye on during the days, but uh no, not for me. He that horse has a lot to prove. The one I like to in it, um yeah, Sam deserves to be favoured, but I think Phoenix Way is going to reverse the form on one reason, um, on the last day. And we're saying combinations, but Kevin Brogan is one of the best young jockeys in, in England I think at the minute. Um I know he's he's leading away and the conditional but he, he still claims three, but to me, he's, he's taken like five or seven early off a horse. I just think he's riding very well at the minute. In um, them boys' races, he makes the others look very, very ordinary, Them boys that are riding over there. Um, he rode this horse the last day, and he bet a good yardstick in Fanny and Desterval um, of Venetia Williams. So the horse is in good form. Harry Fry is starting to get a few winners on the board again. Um, um, I think he's had two out of ten in the last fourteen days or something. Does so he stay he, Tom?
2: Ah, I think he, I it seems think to he travel. Not, it, seems, uh, it, seems, it, seems, it seems to travel it's, into his races. He's he's obviously yeah, look, had wind surgery as well.
3: It's if you're going to get it, it's, it's a very
0: three It's a very
3: easy three mile around Kempton. You have to realise as well. Um, the track,
0: of course, is not dissimilar to Ascot. Very well yeah. Time.
3: Yeah, um, right-handed. Well, but I just think, um, yeah, look, horse and form, there and form. But it, for me, it's the jockey to cl- get the claim three off him as well. Um, he he's the young, he's the young, he's the young Irishman as we all know. But he's definitely making a big name for himself at the minute over in England. And um, he's probably going to win the conditional jockeys champion as well, championship as we all know. And um, so I think at ten to one, he's a great bet. And just one down at the bottom, and um, he always kind of runs his race, but he never wins. is beats town of the skeletons always runs good race. Okay, he's a lot to find the that cool Cody race, uh the labrox was it? Um he had a he was beaten a long way in that, but he's given two good accounts of himself the last twice, finishing second. And the skeletons they're banging in the winners as well as we know. and um, so he could he could run a nice price. He could run a nice race at a big price. Um I'm sure you'll probably get four places in most big firms for this. But I have to think, um I think the Irish boys have have let this one slip. It's the first prize of nearly eight over eighty thousand and to be honest, if that was on in Nice now on Saturday or on Sunday, it would be one hell of a handicap over in Ireland. Where do you think them them few horses at the top of the market? Do you think they'd be at the top of the market for a good Irish handicap, like a Paddy Power or something, with that sort of money? I think the Irish kind of have let this one slip. I'm surprised if you haven't targeted with that kind of prize money and only 14 runners not even a full field for for
0: for a prize like that is i think a scandalous really to be honest exactly the same as hand glass well a couple of weeks ago with the um yeah. with the betford hurdle which yeah. didn't fill
3: like if if that was if that was in Ireland, he would have had sixty, seventy entries. There'd be boys battling yeah. it out. There'd be three reserves left to come in for that sort of money, and,
0: and J.P. would have eight or nine in. Yeah, he? he would, but but he puts his money into his game, so he deserves if he's got good exactly. enough to run. Then need to need um, to end the rant, Sorry. And, um, <laughs> and, and and calm it down by these words of Ronan. Hopefully, if I hold these two wires together, does that mean we can talk to you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll go. will go quickly. Uh I, I do. I, I do like the big breakaway. I Have to say, um, I, I what Barry said, he's coming back to the course and distance. He won over uh, or an early second in the Grade One. Um, look, not the ideal start to season, but I think they put him away. Uh, worked on his jumping, maybe. Uh, got him got him back to form and I thought he ran a real cracking race back over herds at the last day. He's gonna be better over fences and I have to say 147 I think to the Tizards must have think if uh, as Barry said, if he told him that after whatever seven or eight runs that he'd still be rated 147, I think they'd um they'd have taken that all day long. He's he's he he the Tizards have a good record in this race as well. They won it um twice in the last six years or so. Um, and they've had a couple of thirds as well. So I'm, I'm sure they've probably earmarked this race, come back over hurdles for a little spin at Newbury and then come back here um, with Brendan Powell riding out of his skin as well. So the big breakaway for me, uh, he would be one of the best the weekend.
0: You have a complete freedom of the parish. If you want to go to something, at fairy house, if you really are brave and you're the antithesis of Tommy Coyle, you can go to the Hyder at Newcastle. Um, any race you help yourself, But um, also remember that we are going to hear, in fact, let's do it now. Let's hear now, uh, before we ask the lads, because then maybe we want to talk briefly about the race from our special guest. Um, There's four runners only in it, which is slightly disappointing, but it's a cracking race. The Bobby Joe at Fairy House on Saturday. Any second now, of course, has to run in the race to qualify uh, for the Grand National, because he hasn't run in the steeplechase in a year. So... Quite clearly that's important for them and Jordan's in the field as well. Let's hear from him ahead of the Bobby Joe chase.
2: Delighted to be joined by Jordan Gainford on the E podcast, episode number 14 of the season. Jordan, it's been a fantastic season for you. You're chasing the likes of Rachel Blackmore with 44 winners. You're going great guns.
4: Yeah, no, great. Um, look, at. Before I started acting I I have great people around me, you know. Um started in Garden there two years ago. Um since since I walked in the gate there, he's looked after me very well and uh does some great outside rides and uh, I have a great agent, Gary Cruban. Um rode for great owners, great people and uh no, it's, it's been unbelievable.
2: Back back to today, the, the Michael Purcell at um Turles. Obviously the Goffer is a horse. He's had a couple of starts now over hurdles. Today was Today was a step in the right direction, you're on him. It was indeed, yeah. Ground um, the ground was
4: a lovely big corner. He, he's, he's a big horse and uh, he, uh, he, his point to point for actually worked out very, very well. Um, he was fourth for Benny Walsh. Uh, the, first, the first three home, I think the second horse is, is a real good horse in England uh, for Donald McCain uh, and the third horse has won plenty since. But... Uh, no, look, he's definitely going the right direction. Um, he had a good run the last day over a further trip. And uh, in Torless, and uh, I actually rang David's day before I rode this lad, and he said to, to keep it simple, um, he, thought, he thought he gave him a great ride the last day, but uh, he just missed it, maybe the second last, and they sort of got away from down the hill, and right, it can happen in Turles, I suppose. But um, no, look, he was good uh, for the bro- Brought us to gallop, and uh, in fairness, to him off the bend, he, he stuck his neck out and uh, winged the last two, and uh, he actually, he he battled on hard came beside him, and when he was in front crossing the line and on his own, he, he was idling so it just shows he he probably plenty left in his tank.
2: Yeah, and I suppose for for a five year old, obviously he's he's had five runs now over hurdles, and um, he's entered uh, as of yesterday, of course, in the Martin Pipe. Do you think he's a contender? Look um, at he uh, he he. As he showed today, he,
4: the the trip suits him. Um, look, at it, if the if the ground is is a bit rocky, I'd uh, I'd say it suits him. But look at that 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 walk has left up the garden, and uh, we're we're there to ride the horses, and uh, very lucky to get right on today.
2: Good stuff. And speaking of garden, obviously this weekend, big weekend coming up um, at Ferry House. Of course, the Bobby Joe Chase. A scary a ten ride the big one. Um, you must be excited.
4: Yeah, look brilliant. Um in the test, he ran a really good race. Um the quality was, was unbelievable of the race and he finished I think he was eight. Um his on him first time now. Um four runners I think he's getting getting a pound off 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 um Ted's horse and Willie's horse So uh oh no look he, he hopefully he'll be he'll be uh bang there and uh, he's in good order home and doing his work well so no looking forward to him.
2: Yeah you mentioned the TS days. Obviously last year if you look at the bear farm at the national hunt chase, sure Sir Galvin was um, he was giving him a race um, at, at Cheltenham. If he comes back to that type of form, would you be hopeful of a big run?
4: Yeah, definitely. Look, he wasn't too far behind him, and it just shows what he, he went on to do. So, no, look, Harts in good form. Gordon's Harts are a great form at the minute as well. So, it it's, we definitely one to look forward to Sardegh.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Another one then as well, of course, you're riding in for Gordon as well, Ebisari. He uh, was, yeah. was very impressive, wasn't he, on, on first start. Um, against Adam and Lee chosen who's come out I suppose and backed up the form um, thoughts on him ahead of the weekend
4: yeah um, did a piece of work yesterday um, or, or one of the days I'm not sure now but um, no he, he, he did his work well he's a, he's a cheery type of horse um, won very well in Cork he, he was very impressive and um, but no, look, it's, it's, a, it's a nice little race. Gordon has uh, two in it. Um, break the Asai is a good horse in his own right. And uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see now what happened. It's, it's a nice race on paper.
2: Yeah, obviously, you came an Aga Khan horse uh, by Lope de Vega, who came from Michael Halfords. Is he a horse that's, um, like, what way, in terms of the ground, like, it's obviously soft to heavy. Do you think maybe the ground would be, what's your thoughts on the ground?
4: Yeah, look, look. I think it'll be nice. He, uh, it was soft. I think it was soft in Cork today, he won, and uh, you know he, he's a speedy little horse. And uh, when it comes down to the business, it's showing Cork that he can stick his head out and battle as well. So no, he, he's a he's a nice cheerful type of horse, and uh, he puts his foot forward again, and uh, he produces that run. He, he hopefully he'll be bang there.
2: Yeah, word for Ardhill.
4: Ard Hill, yeah. Uh, look, he was very good in England. Um, he's a nice, light, lightweight on his back um,
2: but yeah we're hoping for a big run as well yeah I just wanted to mention just a couple of other big ones obviously that you've rode this season um, Jordan Teupu. Um, obviously you rode him when he won I suppose at, at Limerick on, on deep Brown, he's come out and really stepped forward again um, at Gorham Park what was your thoughts on him?
4: Yeah, look, he's an improving horse all the time, he's, uh, he's, he's, his form is very good, Um, he's only a five year old, I think he's, he's, he's third in the bit now in the champion hurdle, but um, no, look, he's, he's a real improver, I spoke to Robbie the other day, he was delighted with him after a gore and it shows that he, could, he can it's, it suit every type of condition and uh, for a horse that's still a light frame and... Uh, Still only five, as I said. He, uh, I think, there's a lot of improvement in him, and uh, he definitely won't disgrace himself in the champion hurdle. And uh, he, was, he was very lucky to, to see on him in um, in Limerick, and uh, the, the boot that he showed in that ground in in, in would uh, would really light you up. You know what I mean? Um, he's yeah, he's a lovely horse going forward.
2: Yeah, you know, one thing that struck me about him as well as well as obviously he's had uh, five runs um over hurdles now at this stage four of his five wins have come on you know I suppose heavy or soft um, from from when you wrote him in Limerick what, what was your thoughts in terms of ground do you think that's key to him or could he be better on even better ground
4: I think uh, maybe maybe a bit better on better ground you know as I said he's a light frame horse, but but um, his sire and uh, and the way he, he did he did all his performance in that ground like you'd have to say he likes it as well but um Look, uh, I think I think he's lows at last about him. Um again the way the way he quickens in that ground is unreal. Um look, we went steady around Limerick, it wasn't a plan to make it that day and uh, that that i got by me on, on a classy in fairness to him when I comes down to the business and after the last he stuck out his head and showed the bit of who he had. So okay, if it if it comes up with a nice cutting match or, or it'll go to, I don't know what, what the decision it'll be but he, I think he definitely won't disgrace himself and uh, it'll, be, it'll be great for, for Rob Corr as well they're big supporters yeah. of the game they've been very good to me and uh, very good to Garden. so oh, it'll be brilliant
2: must be amazingly exciting obviously for the stable to have the horse now with a real chance can't be
4: yeah exactly um, look I don't know what the, what the plan is with, with him or, or Zan here I um, know they're both in it but um, no whichever, whichever runs or if both run it'll be very exciting yeah
2: yeah, another one. Then just finally uh, that you did ride this season, obviously, and has come out um, and won, of course, at Navan uh, earlier in, in in the week. Obviously, Jordan, New rode for Luke land when he rode, but when he when he finished behind Master Shee this horse is a horse could be improving, is he? He is definitely
4: lucky. Um, okay, he was he was uh, he was, uh, he was uh, you could say he was a lucky in Limerick, but uh, the winner was good. Um, I thought uh, looking back on the race, Ian, Ian was a real class act on Master MacShee that day. Uh, um, but uh no look actually he went on and finished second behind Gallop and the Champs in um in Leopardstown and uh no my lad didn't didn't uh, didn't didn't run a run a bad race. Look, he was just very unlucky he got nabbed on the line, but um I suppose the trip in Mace and uh, the ground was I think was lively enough that day. But uh stepping up to three miles deep ground again in Nav and he really showed the class he has and uh he stuck out of his neck there after the last, you know, Beacon edge from up beside him there, and he showed he he gooded it out. So look, it'll be interesting to see what Garden goes for with him at the um at the festival. Mike and have make up their minds, but no, he's a real class act, and I think uh he's only improving. You know, he's only after having a few runs over fences, and uh he uh he had little little uh, setback, but in his time. But look, he's a class act, and uh, again, he's just filling out with age and time.
2: Yeah, Mike. So I'll just I'll just mention a few on Saturday. One at Fairy House in the Grade Three Juvenile race um, at two o'clock. Um, couple in here, maybe with the Boodles in mind. A um, couple of horses in here uh, on the floor for for Gavin Cromwell, a Lan, Ebisari. Uh, all horses, I think, will line up in the Boodles at Cheltenham, including the winner of this race. I think, which will be Prairie Dancer. Hasn't won over hurdles yet. Had eleven starts on the flat um and had achieved a rating of eighty-six um but was a big eye catcher um I thought the last day at Fairy House behind Flame Bearer. Uh finished third, jumped well. Um jockey JJ Slevin wasn't too hard on him. He jumps well, but he was he was um I suppose he wasn't exactly in, in a position to, to go and win the race I felt. Um and he's just a horse that I've been keeping an eye on. Uh, I think he probably will need to win to, to get into the Boodles. Um, or run quite well I I, I I would fancy him to win here at the weekend there's no prices up but Prairie Dancer um, I think has um, the ability to go and win a race like this um, and the other one I want to mention Mike is in the handicap chase um, the leading the field handicap chase which is the 425 at Newcastle there is prices in for this race and I've been just waiting for this horse to step up and trip do your job Michael Scudamore, Um, Luca Luca Morgan is claiming three here. Um, Last time, finished behind third time. Lucky Um, has ran in some good company this season, Uh, and I've been just waiting for him to step up in trip. Um, Ran over the minimum trip um, a couple of times, and uh, he's a big scopy individual. The BC is his market rival in here. He pulled up last time. He's been in and out. Um, He's back in trip here. Uh, But this horse is very interesting going up and trip. Four starts over fences so far. Jumps very well. Um, You know, beaten by Edward Stone in third time. Lucky is no disgrace. Um, And I don't think the last time he was, I suppose, given an overly hard time. So I think he'll go in here on his handicap chase debut. That's do your job. Five to two is a very good price, I believe.
0: And so on to Ronan. Yeah, um, not nothing for me elsewhere. Ferry House.
1: Um, I'll give a quick shout down in Riyadh, uh, the old Saudi Cup meeting down there. Uh, <coughs> got three Irish horses going in the Red Sea Turf handicap for two and a half million there. Um, uh, I'll be tuning into that during the day. Uh, don't think it's the best weekend of jump ra- jump race ask, racing. Um, so, uh, Sonny Boy Liston's favorite there for Johnny Marta. Um, I, was, I had Tony Mullins for a big interview last uh, week. So. Um, i uh, really hoping Princess Zoe runs well. I think she will. She's a big price. you say, to one, probably on account of the quick ground. But Tony and uh, the team there seem to think that uh, she can handle that quick round down there uh, like she did in the Ascot Gold Cup. So wouldn't put anyone off backing her. And if you're run- wondering why there's no horses for the champion hurdles and, and hurdles in England and Ireland, it's because there's meetings like this on there's uh as tony said to me i could be running princess zoe for ninety thousand at Cheltenham. mark could be running for two and a half million here so it just goes to show you but uh that race at 205 um on saturday so a nice time for people are if people are wondering and um, went on and when they can tune in they're the only three horses irish horses running at the meeting nice. yeah um
3: just a couple there's a good handicap um in Ferry House on Saturday and um, one interesting is the Henry de Brom head back in Rassable and um, he had a couple of nice runs behind Appreciators and um, he's been off for a year comes in off America of 137 and um, be interesting to see does he still have the bit of fire in the belly um, also in that race and a scary to give a mention to Barry Connell his horse are flying at the minute I think he's had three winners in the last three days of Irish racing and um, i think he's three out of four in the last two weeks or whatever so his his stable is very hot so he could be one to look out for and um, just one down at the bottom uh arthur Moore's horse carrick carrick sam i think it's called Um, he pulled off a bit of a gamble in fairy house the last day and um, won well in the debt so that's a that's a tricky little handicap there that's that's there and there's three horses that will be going well i think carl thornton will win the staying handicap there whereas frankie he seems to have exploited his chase and his hurdle mark. I'd say he's still on the good mark. Um, so he should take a beat, bit of beating in the 2-mile 7. And um, I think Borough Saint, um, he'll get back on the winning trail heading for Aintree in the Bobby Jones as well. So it's, it's not a bad card for, for a Saturday in Perry House. I think he's seen so track. That's the only thing.
0: That's why it's small on it. But uh, round will be soft. But um, it shouldn't be a bad day out. No. And of course it is any uh, second now for Cheltenham he's got a he's got a run in the race but there are plenty of opportunities uh, to see horses for the future on that card so we move straight on and the time has come to put together your five casts more Remember, of these to we... be given
2: away uh, Mike Vince just to to mention more um, of the wonderful today.
0: Ronan Groom books I'm looking forward to getting mine
2: so the winner yeah. of this week Mike Vince is going to get another one sent out Ronan Groom is um in charge of the postage and um yeah
0: so I can hardly wait the assignment but I hope it's it is a great read and Ronan and his team um I salute for all their hard work on it
2: straight and to page course. 54 Mike Vince look just, just a bit of a plug here yeah no, by the my time Q&A. I got to
0: page 53 I had the obscene publication squatted and they removed my copy Right, we need to go down this and 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 quickly down it. So I'm going to go round the, the the table. Just need each of your five, but we'll do them race by race. Uh, Kempton 150, Barry Doyle.
2: Kempton 150, um, 150 at Kempton, Mike Vince. Remind me I'm which done race done is this? The, the Adonis. Sorry, good man, Mister Golden Groom, James Williams's horse. Remind me of the name. Kind of Maca life. de Vassi, each way. I'm not Ronan. going to French. I never went to school.
1: Night salute.
0: You learn these things, you know. Ronan never went to school. That's the uh, that's the first one. And when Tommy Cole went to school, he learned his tables like a good boy. You know, evens 11 to 10, 6 to 5, 5 to 4. You can say him by the time he was 5. Um, You're 150 at Kempton. Great start. So. All right, 225 for Pendle. Mine, by the way, is I'm afraid I'm going to go against the, you in that first race. I think that Hand uh, might be good enough to win first time out. Uh, let's go to race two. Go the other way around. Tommy. Manila Drama. Ronan. Manila Drama. Barry.
2: Manila Drama, 5-2, to two, nap of the weekend.
0: And I think fantastic lady getting weight might just um, cause a shock. At uh, three o'clock with Duffcutt. Um Running group.
2: Shall we have one more?
0: What a good idea, Barry.
2: I'm 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 actually reversing my decision. I'm going back. Shall we have one more? I think we'll win, and probably Let's still in the place.
0: TC. Yeah, same as. Shall we have one more? I'm afraid to say that is unanimous, so that means that gets beat. There's <laughs> all four of us on it here, um, three thirty-five, uh, the big handicap, Barry.
2: The big breakaway 15 to 2. Mike, NB.
0: Uh, Thomas. Phoenix Way. Right? Uh, Ronan.
1: The big breakaway.
0: And uh, for me, the big breakaway. Well, it was my worst to follow last year. A lot of good it did me. And I've just about had the last of the abuse, courtesy of Mr. Doyle. And now you come to your free throw, as it were. Um, you can make up your minds now about one other horse. The only um, caveat is it has to run on Saturday. Barry.
2: Make racing great again. You should do your job, Mike Vince. Subscribe to the channel. Do your job. Newcastle five to two.
0: And what was the yeah. name of the horse?
2: Do your job. You should do your job. <laughs> <laughs> 1625, Mike Vince. Five to two. Do your job. Mr. Coyle,
3: um, John Cannon looks to have found a, a very suitable opportunity in the Maid Harold fairy House. So, John Cannon, All
0: right. This is going somebody else will be doing my job. Um, Ronan, uh, three fifteen, Newcastle, the Eider
1: Chase, and going for history of fashion. And I'm right, going to go
0: to Chepstow, four o'clock, Henry Daly, and Brittany Ladd in a staying handicap chase. So that is that. Uh, special thanks go to Jordan Gainford, our special guest. And the three wise men will be back from their holidays next week. If not, these three will be back. And uh, thanks go to Thomas Coyle, the legend that is I mentioned? Ronan Groom and Barry Dahl from all the Champ.ie team. The best of luck with your Saturday tips. Please, two things. Subscribe. Let's make racing great again and also get those five casts in.
2: And Mike Vince. You Mike. have
0: been warned.
2: Mike Vince, next week, tell the listeners what's happening next Thursday night. Now,
0: next we Thursday, we will publicise it. Fingers crossed, and when I get back in time, it will be the Cheltenham preview, the one you've all been waiting for. And now the management team will decide who actually is up for selection for that. We might have a cast of thousands, or there, or then again, we might not. And um, if Barry Dod doesn't tip a nose, I mean, I'm I'm going home. All the best to everybody, and we'll see you next week. It's an argument opening up a clear advantage in
2: the closing stages. A breath of fresh air over fences is going to stay at the helm of the two mile novices. An by...